Greetings, friends, and welcome to another edition of Pushing the Envelope Music Decidedly Left of Center. My name's Joel Crutt, and we're bringing you the finest in the outer realms of contemporary music from the worlds of rock, jazz, classical, world music, spoken word, ambient, electroacoustic, etc., 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 with a healthy dollop of new and classic progressive rock and jazz rock fusion. We open today's festivities with music from Imrir, I-M-R-R-Y-R, track called Conditions Safety from his digital album from last year, The Black Corridor, which is based on a novel by Michael Moorcock and his Imrir name also is derived from the works of Michael Moorcock and the worlds of Conan the Barbarian and uh, fantasy lore of that type. Imrir's from Queens, New York, and describes his work as bleak electronica and experimental music. And you can find his work on Bandcamp. Ways you may get in contact with yours truly via email pushing the envelope, W-H-U-S, all schmushed together as one word, at gmail.com, or go to Twitter, and uh, please feel free to follow the Twitter feed at E-N-V-P-U-S-H-E-R numeral one. And if you would like to go and check out earlier programs, you can go to podbean.com and just search under Pushing the Envelope, and voila, a vast ocean of listening opportunities will be available to you. We're going to open phase one with new music from the folks at Difficult Art and Music. A gentleman named David Currington, his new release entitled Canon Chops, C-A-N-O-N, and we're going to hear a track called Bach Strips. Canon Chops presents two electronic tracks which distort recordings drawn from the classical canon, alongside two lockdown collaborations with musicians regular to Manchester, England's experimental scenes. Bach Strips is an homage to the de-hum filter found in any professional noise removal plug-in bundle. Three Bach chorales have the harmony stripped from them by around 100 successive de-hum filters, and the synth-like harmonic reduction is juxtaposed with the ghostly choral remains submerged under clicky metronomic artifacts. New music from David Currington as we enter phase one of today's Pushing the Envelope here on 91.7 WHUS.
ได้นะเดี๋ยวเราจะ
Welcome back to Pushing the Envelope. We finished up an extended phase one with the latest from sax player George Winstone in tandem with guitarist Ben Monder 
off George Winstone's new digital self-release entitled Odyssey, and we heard part six, one of a number of multiple improvisations that make up the Odyssey album. Before that, from an album from M.C. Schmidt, half of Matmos, who I ran into the other night at a concert that drew the other half of Matmos was participating in in Baltimore. And I was going through the vinyl and I saw this album of his that came out back in 2014, from what I can tell, entitled Batu Malablab Suite for Prepared Piano, Flute, and Electronics. And so he was standing to my left and we were chatting and I held it up and I asked him, is this thing any good? And he actually re-replied that he felt of his solo work, which he said he hasn't done a lot of, but that he liked that one the best. And I asked him whether it was available in digital form so I could wrangle it onto my show versus trying to rip vinyl, which I can do, but it's it's involved my ancient turntable and what have you. So guess where it was? It was on Bandcamp. So we heard Mountainside from its opening cascade of prepared piano chords, Batu Malablab works a dislocating magic, summoning and exercising the long tradition of Western fantasies and forgeries of non-Western musical traditions. There's a clue hiding in plain sight in its self-mocking title, an onomatopoeic Indonesian phrase of derision for musical ineptitude. Batu Malablab literally signifies boiling a rock, but figuratively refers to gamelan players who lack dexterity and fall out of sync with each other. It's a humorously self-aware gesture at the airsat's delirium of the album as a whole, a mock UN of imaginary global music fashioned in the Baltimore basement studio. Divided into two sidelong suites titled Mountainside and Lowland Side, Batu Malablab sidesteps a collapse into cutely postmodern shtick or worse mere kitsch by focusing with commitment and integrity upon the sheer physical beauty of its sounds, tone colors, and unexpected formal pairings. It's very cool. I liked it quite a bit. Hope you enjoyed it as well. Before that, from the folks in Mexico who run Facade Electronics from last year, music from Tremolo Audio. Uh, the album is called States, and we heard a track entitled Piano 1964. Tremolo Auto goes on to state that this project was born both from my curiosity to explore magnetic tape manipulation and randomness as instruments, but also as an exercise to distance myself from programming sequences or the use of the musical grid, resources that I've used throughout my musical career. This exploration included taking samples from my collection of one-quarter-inch tapes acquired in flea markets, whether they were orchestral music or home recordings. Another reason behind the idea of working with tape as a raw material was the unpredictability and fragility of the material and process itself, but also the fact 
that I was dealing with a physical medium that was malleable and easy to intervene on. Also, the variety of the sound quality available depending on the tape loop or the devices at hand, which in this case was a Tascam Porta Studio 424 4-track recorder, some Walkmans, and an old reel-to-reel tape recorder. Music from Tremolo Audio. More electronics from Autumna. His release entitled Secret Radio out on the Wera Foxmo label. We heard a track called Cheat Codes. Autumna, a.k.a. Emil Wouters, burst onto the scene in 2021 after flying relatively under the radar for the previous decade, despite a prolific self-release schedule of five albums or EPs per year. In the summer of 2021, Emil would get to work on the tracks which would form the new album. The essential Autumna ingredients are here. Dusty beats, heavily degraded, pitch-shifted synths and loops, mysterious vocal samples, the perfect blend of beauty meets unsettling lo-fi electronica. Harnessing the memories of his grandmother's vintage hi-fi system gave the album its core concept of using radio as a time machine for sonic recall. For me, radio has always been a form of time travel, explains Emil, and the tracks that form secret radio meet the concept criterion. And we opened with new music from David Currington, Box Strips, off his release on Difficult Art and Music entitled Canon Chops. We're going to begin Phase 2 and continue with music featuring toy pianos, one of my favorite things. And I have one at within arm's reach. We're going to hear a track called Shepherd's Pie, S H. E-P-A-R-D apostrophe S-P-I. And that's from composer Tom Flaherty off his new release, Mixed Messages. He also provides the electronics on hand. And that's out on New Focus Recordings from last year. On Toy Piano, we'll hear Genevieve Fywen Lee. Shepherd's Pie for Toy Piano refers to the Shepherd Scale, a phenomenon of acoustics where simultaneous octaves are arranged in such a way as the sequence of pitches seems to rise endlessly without ever reaching the next octave. Flaherty chose to explore a similar paradigm on the toy piano because of the ambiguity that results from the sounding rods. In some registers, the overtones of a given note can obscure the fundamental to such a degree that it's not clear what the principal pitch is. Flaherty toys with this concept and its manifestation on the toy piano, writing scale passages that mysteriously seem to remain in one register even as they ascend, and rhythmic material that can be interpreted from different metric angles. Reinforcing the wordplay, Flaherty also embeds references to pi 3.14159 in the number of sections, tempi, and electronic sounds that are integrated briefly. Enjoy the glorious tones of the toy piano as we enter phase two of today's Pushing the Envelope here on 91.7 WHUS.
And so we wrap up another edition of Pushing the Envelope, ending with the queen of the toy piano. I would be remiss if I did not play music brought to us from Margaret Lang Tan. In this case, two tracks from her classic, The Art of the Toy Piano, out on the Point Music label from 1997. We heard Philip Glass's Modern Love Waltz, transcribed for two toy pianos by Margaret Lang Tan, and that was followed by Three Landscapes for Peter Wire from composer Jed Distler. And I'm going to read this as fast as I can. In Philadelphia, 1872, the German immigrant Albert Schoenhut began manufacturing toy pianos according to his newly invented design. Wooden mallets struck sounding bars made of metal, replacing the fragile glass-sounding pieces used in toy pianos at that time. His new instrument could better withstand a child's rough handling, and its gamelan-like timbre is the sound of the toy piano as we know it today. By 1935, the A. Schoenhut Company had produced over 40 styles and sizes of the toy instrument, with prices ranging from 50 cents to $25. A piano for every person tastes boasted its 1903 catalog. The toy piano was intended as an educational tool. The more expensive models stood 19 to 24 inches tall, had raised black notes instead of imitation painted ones, full-width wooden keys, and a range of two to three octaves. In 1948, John Cage composed his Suite for Toy Piano. This became the first serious piece of music ever written for a toy piano. When I performed this work in 1993, I scoured thrift and antique shops and was fortunate to unearth a Jamar two-octave upright piano in mint condition. Jamar was a rival toy piano manufacturer to Schoenhut in the 1940s, hence toy pianos bearing the Schoenhut or Jamar name, I have one of each, could be regarded as Lilliputian equivalents to Steinway and Baldwin. During the 1950s, however, the two toy companies merged, and because it was a joint venture, some pianos bore the name Schoenhut, others Jamar. Since finding this first toy piano, I have acquired several others, including a 37-key Schoenhut toy grand piano crafted for me in 1995 by Jamar Toys, recently renamed Schoenhut Piano Company. Notes from Margaret Lang Tan. Prior to that, we heard On Wem, Notes from Underground, composed and featuring electronics from Derek Hurst in tandem with pianist Xenia Pestova off her Innova release from 2013, Shadow Piano. The piece was commissioned in 2007 for the occasion of a concert consisting entirely of toy piano music. Prior to that, Twink, the toy piano band, from their album Happy Houses, a digital release from 2014, we heard a track called Frankentoy. Prior to that disaster, the residence featuring Snakefinger on guitar from the album Discamo 2000 out on Eastside Digital. The previously mentioned Sweet for Toy Piano from composer John Cage brought to us by pianist Stephen Drury off his release In a Landscape out on Catalyst from 1994. Before that, music from composer, keyboardist, Kyle Gann, 
featuring the voice of poet Kenneth Patchen, Many Little Dyings. This is off the New World Record release from 2018 entitled Custer and Sitting Bull. And back yonder, pianist Genevieve Fywen Lee brought us Tom Flaherty's composition Shepherd's Pie off Tom Flaherty's New Focus recording release from last year, Mixed Messages. Hope you've enjoyed today's festivities. Have a good week. Until next time, take care. Thank you.